This podcast is brought to you by Podcast Nation. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Let's take a second to thank today's sponsor, Anchor. Anchor is by far the absolute easiest way to make a podcast. And when I say easy, I mean easy. First of all, it's completely free. And there are creation tools that allow you to record and edit right from your phone or your computer. Best of all, with Anchor, you can add any songs from Spotify directly to your episodes. So the possibilities are endless on what you can create. Whether you want to create a music analysis, your own radio show, a deep dive on your favorite genre or artist, or something that the world's never heard before. Anchor will even help publish your show to Spotify so you can reach hundreds of millions of listeners. Oh, did I mention there's no copyright on the songs? Yeah, it's that easy. You guys want to start a podcast that includes music, or you guys just want to start a podcast in general, get started by downloading the free Anchor app or going to anchor.fm. And if you need some inspiration, you can head over to blog.anchor.fm slash music from some more idea starters. Thank you so much, and let's get into the episode. Today's podcast is sponsored by Ziamo, a fitness platform that gives people unlimited access to gyms across the country. Their mission is to make it easy for users to find and access gyms no matter their location, which is perfect for those always on the go or traveling. Being in a long-distance relationship and also traveling a lot for work, I definitely need something that's going to be flexible and all over the place, and Ziamo lets me find a gym no matter where I am. Whether you're in a long-distance relationship, in college, and you go home a lot, or you just really love to travel and you can't be in one place for too long, like me, then you need to try Ziamo. Working out helps you stay productive, and it also lets you stick to your routine even when you aren't home, and now you have no excuses to not work out even on the go. You can use my code BARBU50 at checkout for 50% off day passes to gyms wherever you're located. Welcome to the Real Real Podcast with Natalie Barbu. Instagram might be your highlight reel, but we're here to talk about the real real. Hi everyone and welcome back to the Real Real Podcast with me, Natalie Barbu. In today's episode, I am interviewing Veronica. I think Veronica's story is so inspiring. After she hit rock bottom three years ago, she completely turned her life around and started just to demand the best for herself. And we talk about all the steps that it took for her. And I feel like this is coming at an appropriate time because right now we are dealing with the coronavirus in the United States and actually all over the world. I don't know why I just said the United States. It's literally going on all over. This is a global pandemic. There's not one country that is completely unaffected by this so i just thought that it was a good time to upload something like this to kind of give hope and inspiration and i recorded this podcast like two months ago or something like that all of the episodes up until may were recorded previously so i just always want to preface that so that it doesn't seem like i'm being insensitive and not talking about what's going on um so that's i just want to let you guys know that but i'm thinking of every single one of you guys i hope that all of you are staying inside and taking precaution and social distancing and not hanging out with friends and not going to people's houses and 
really just staying in and not congregating in big groups like you guys can have facetime sessions i've been actually doing that and i've been i'm gonna start going live on instagram more and doing like podcasts on my instagram so if you guys want to follow me you guys should definitely do that but um this is a hard time for everyone and i really hope that we get through this soon i know that we're gonna get through it eventually but i really hope that it's soon i know this is difficult for everyone and i don't want to spend too much time talking about it because i feel like it's like all people talk about now which rightfully so but i don't want to spend more time talking about it right now so just know that it is affecting everyone but we need to do our part for the people that it really is like like the elderly and people that have that are compromised immune systems and we really just got to do our part for them so i want to thank everyone that has been social distancing and you guys can dm me i've been really active on instagram so if you guys want to chat it up on instagram be sure to do that but also i wanted to thank the reviewer of the week i really really am thankful for you guys and i just always want to show my appreciation so even during this time thank you guys for supporting the podcast and for supporting me um so today's podcast review is from a random username it's like cool 28019 whatever anyways they said love the authenticity love how real this podcast is totally relates to where i'm at in life a recent grad that moved to asia to focus on building my own business and it's so fun and inspiring to listen to these conversations thanks natalie so cool that you moved to asia and you're across the globe and you're still listening to this podcast i'd love to know where all of you guys are from so if you guys leave a review be sure to let me know where you guys are from in the review because i think that would be really cool but hope that you guys enjoyed this episode with veronica i hope that it brings some hope and light into your life right now or if it's just a source of entertainment, I hope that it brings that too. But we're going to get through this. I am really, really praying that this ends sooner rather than later, but we all just have to do our part. So please make sure that you guys are social distancing, staying inside, not being out and about, and not interacting with that many people. I love you guys, and let's get into the episode. Hi, Veronica. Thank you so much for being on my podcast. Hi, Natalie. It's a pleasure. Thanks so much for having me. I'm so excited to just jump right into it, and I'm really excited to have you on. So we are going to be starting with setting the record straight, and this is just where I say some stereotypes or assumptions, and then you're going to tell me if you think that they're true or false. Got it. So the first one is, you can't love someone until you love yourself. Hmm, that's a good one. You know, ish, I kind of agree with that. Um, Mm -hmm. because I think that it's just more likely that you're going to approach that love from a place of need rather than a place of abundance and wanting to give. Yeah, that's one of those quotes that I feel like so many people either agree with or disagree with. So I just wanted to know your take on it because it's definitely a more controversial one, I feel like. Yeah, like can you love somebody fully? Mm-hmm. without loving yourself I don't know I don't know if that's possible yeah no I agree and confidence is something that is learned yes mm-hmm. yes I agree 110 percent and that's definitely so um I don't know how much you want me to expand on that but oh feel um, free <laughs> you know a lot of people think that confidence is this thing that you um can hold and attain forever I mean I think it depends where you're pushing yourself in different areas, you can be confident in other areas and not and you know, some other ones. So promise keeping is the factory and confidence is the product. You know, people think it's like if you have that body or if you attain this thing, you're gonna be confident. And I would say it like depends on the premise that you really start on that venture or that commitment. 
it's a complicated issue. <laughs> right. No, I definitely think that it's something that it's not just like, okay, I'm confident now and that's it. Like it's something you work towards too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And the last one is having a routine is really important. I would agree. I think it's really hard to track progress if you don't really have some sort of a baseline. Um, mm-hmm. And even for creativity um, so that you're not you know, scatterbrained, I think it's super important to at least have some sort of structure and even just I would say mostly the beginning of your day so that you can set your, your day up for success. Right. No, I am a huge routine person. Like I like live by my routine, at least my morning routine. I don't really have one like during the day, but like my morning routine is something that I like live by. So <laughs> that question was more for me. But <laughs> now just tell us a little bit about yourself and who you are for those of you guys on the podcast that don't know who Veronica is. Yeah. So um, I've always been creative. I've always been an entre- entrepreneur. Um, I've had everything from, you know, a game development company. And a lot of these were creative um, projects that sort of blossomed into something else. Um, my background was in bioengenetics and going to, you know, college, I realized I was really doing that program, not for myself, but for other people. Um, so I ended up doing a semester of interior design and started my uh, renovations and design company. So Oftentimes I've been also in like male dominated industries, but that was my background. Um, a few years ago though, I went through one of those, uh, like, I don't know if I can swear, I'm going to try not to, but like when everything goes to shit at once. Um, and yeah, in the span of like six to eight weeks, I ended a relationship with somebody I thought I was going to marry. My mother moved away. I lost like all those friends because I'd been so into my business and company that I hadn't really invested in friendships outside of the ones connected to that relationship. Um, My closest best friend moved to Spain and I turned 30 to like the sound of crickets. So that was like I'd had a business background, I'd been entrepreneurial, and I felt like I'd accomplished a lot just, uh, you know, from a professional standpoint, but then my whole personal life disappeared, like, under quicksand um, Mm -hmm. in about a month and a half. So that really started my own transformation journey where I was like, wow, like, I, I obviously, if everything is happening at once, like, there's something wrong here, and it's probably me. Um, There was sort of like a spiraling out for a time before I did put my big girl pants on. But yeah, I like I spiraled into depression, anxiety, alcohol, drug addiction. And I've never been like a massive partier. So that was definitely me just acting out. And yeah, then I I came to and I was like, you know, nobody's hearing my little um, violin playing. So I got to figure this shit out because I I want a better life for myself. And obviously, this isn't going to work. And when you realized that you needed to make that change, was there like something that happened? Did you have like a wake up call or when did you really like, what was the moment that you're like, okay, this is not working? So I think it was probably about like eight months in and I just won, like I'd gained weight. I felt like crap. Um, Obviously I wasn't, you know, I didn't have healthy habits and I actually had to ask myself this question and I was like, Veronica, do you want to die? Because it could very well be that that's where you're heading. That being said, I was like, you know what? I definitely had a part to play in creating this culture in my life. You know, what can I do to change that? And basically, I wanted to take 
the intentional business practices I'd learned and apply them to my personal life. And because that makes sense, you know, you're so emotional, you're so like distraught, you're, you know, struggling with depression. It's like feelings don't make sense. Um, you know, my heartbreak, this like breakup, it doesn't make sense. And we, we try to make sense of things. So I was like, okay, I'm going to put that aside for a moment. How can I actually, you know, my background is still in science and I like to sort of break things down in ways where it's like, what's a tangible step? And I'm like, okay, well, it's super trendy for, for companies and businesses to have core values. And why do you have core values? It's because you want to make sure you're on trajectory and you know the kind of culture that you're trying to create in your company, right? Right. So I was like, okay, here I am. I'm 30. If somebody was to ask me what my core values are, could I answer that? Like kind of. Like, oh, okay, like, you know, be loving, be kind, be nice, you know, like stuff like that. But maybe that's why I hadn't been able to establish, uh, you know, or create a, a very intentional culture in my life or make sure I'm on trajectory for the things that I really want and are close to my heart because I didn't know what my core values were. Um, and that's an easier thing to self-audit when you, you know, come across some sort of a decision you can make is, does this align with my values rather than how do I feel about this? Because if you have self-limiting beliefs, you're going to have self-limiting feelings. Right. And I feel like your method is actually a lot different than what I've heard others say in the sense of you're more thinking logically and very like a business, you know, like you applied your business values to your personal life. Whereas a lot of other people do say like, well, how are you feeling? Like go with your gut, like do. So I feel like I really like that you're, I guess, speaking more logically, not that you shouldn't go with your gut, but you know, you're you really are making like tangible steps and I feel like actively choosing to make a difference in your life and actively choosing to become more confident and to make a change rather than just like feeling like making a change, if that makes sense. Yeah, exactly. And I mean, that's where, you know, if you think about who you want to be or what you'd like to have in your life and then you look at who you are right now, the person that you are right now, would you trust to really take those steps? You know, would you trust that person's advice? I'll be honest, there was times in my life that I was probably not going to be giving myself the best advice if I just went on like what my gut was saying. Why? Because I hadn't stepped into an identity where I was living, you know, my higher self. I wasn't stepping into that identity just yet where that, I, you know, confident um, identity was familiar to me. And that's where imposter syndrome comes in right? Is you step into right. an identity that's not familiar and now it's aligned with your values, but you feel off. Why? Because you're not practiced until you continue to operate in that. And then what happens? Your beliefs, your feelings, all these things level up with you. So I trust my feelings now more than I did, you know, three years ago. Why? Because I'm practiced in the identity that is aligned with my values, you know, something I said before was the way you build confidence is by learning to keep promises to yourself. With the people that I coach, whenever I, you know, we look back, it's like, okay, why do you struggle with confidence? It could be like, oh, it's, you know, my body or it's this or it's that. And I'm like, where's the history of breaking promises to yourself? And there's always that. And it's like, that's why you're not confident. You know, let's say if you are overweight and you're not happy with your body, 
if you look back, are there, is there a history of you breaking promises to yourself? There, there likely is. Or if it's addiction or if it's not following through on like commitments with, you know, school or, you know, your work commitments, that's changing that history little by little and stepping into that identity where you can now build trust with yourself is how you're going to build that confidence. Life doesn't happen bi-weekly, so why should payday? The money you earn can be in your hands today as it should with Earnin. Earnin is an app that is changing the game when it comes to getting paid. Imagine having access to the money you've earned as you work, not just waiting for payday. With Earnin, you can access up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. Just download the Earnin app and verify your paycheck. Then access up to $100 a day as you work and leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. So think about it. The next time you're planning a special night out, you need a last minute gift for a loved one, or you face an unexpected expense, like maybe a trip to the vet. Earnin has you covered. For me, it's about having the flexibility to handle those surprise expenses that life throws my way. So whether it's unexpected bills or needing to cover rent when things are tight, Earnin gives me peace of mind knowing that I have access to my hard-earned cash when I need it most. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability, security. It gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N, in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type Real Real under podcast when you sign up. It really helps the show, so please don't forget that step. Real Real under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank. Subject to your available earnings, daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Let's talk about styling hair because it is a whole production, especially when you are battling frizz. And take it from me, I live in Miami, Florida. It is about to be summer. I really know frizz, but honestly, I would rather be doing something else like booking a spontaneous vacation to St. Bart's or rewatching the Airs tour for like the third time. You know, the important stuff. But who actually has time for frizz? Introducing Way's new anti-frizz cream, it is like a superhero for your hair. It provides immediate frizz control that lasts up to 72 hours. I actually brought it on a trip with me and my friend borrowed it and she purchased it right then and there because it was that good. So how does this fit into my hair routine? It is the best thing I could have done for my hair. I am all about saving time and the anti-frizz cream does just that. Plus the Sydney inspired North Bondi scent is so amazing. You can thank bergamot, Italian lemon violet and more. And as someone who is always concerned about heat damage because I definitely use a lot of heat on my hair, this anti-frizz cream provides heat protection, which is such a big relief. And my hair feels so much lighter and looks smoother after using it. Get busy being frizz free with Way's new anti-frizz cream. It's not just about taming frizz. It also provides heat protection up to 400 50 degrees, reduces and repairs split ends, quenches dry hair with intense hydration, and according to a consumer perception study, 90% of participants agreed that their hair looked less frizzy after using it. I can definitely contest that. And while you're at it, check out Way's other bestsellers like the leave-in conditioner, which I also use, detox shampoo, fragrances, hair oils, and hair gloss. They're all essential for achieving that salon-worthy look at home. So you can frizz free up your schedule with Way. Go to T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com and enter promo code RealReal for 15% off any product. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com, promo code RealReal. I just wanted to take a quick break to thank TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds for sponsoring today's episode. 
Are you having trouble sleeping, focusing, or relaxing? If the answer is yes, then TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast has got you covered. This hour-long podcast is made to help you get rid of distractions, reduce stress, relax, and get better sleep. You can listen to the sounds of nature, white noise, relaxing music, and so much more. You can check out the TM Soft's White Noise Sleep Sounds podcast on Spotify or wherever else you listen to your favorite podcasts. Right, and I feel like also for confidence too it's something that did you have to ask yourself like where did I break those promises you know like were you also kind of I feel like you were your first client in a way so were you asking yourself those same questions or is that something you learned along the way of that's what it was yeah like I definitely took responsibility for that you know for example so I named five core values I I have like a list on my website that people can download where it's like 250 and obviously you can't really like have 250 but I think it's important to at least just look through that and really see what resonates with you mostly because the first three for me were super easy and then I took a little bit of time with the other two. But my core values are love, integrity, gratitude, courage, and authenticity. Those are the ones that I decided on. Let's take love, for example, which I think probably is a core value for a lot of people. So then I defined it further and I, I call these guiding principles because you got to tell yourself, like, what does this mean to you? So, for example, love is to operate from a place of kindness, compassion, and respect towards others and myself. How had I been living in conflict to that value? Well, I was in a relationship where I wasn't really being loved unconditionally, where I wasn't really being supported, where I wasn't really being encouraged. Do you know what I mean? So it's like you say this value is important to you, but here you are in either relationship or friendships or whatever atmosphere that's in conflict to that. And that's going to manifest in your life. So you really got to be the king or queen of like your city. If you look at your life as your city with the gate and it's up to you, not only like how you operate, but also what you allow to translate in. No, I think that makes total sense. And I know that now you are a coach. You also have a podcast. Did you, what did you want to be when you were younger? Because I feel like this is something that you came about because of your life experience. You know, you, I don't know if you would have been a coach if you hadn't gone through the stuff that you had gone through. So when you were younger, did you have like plans for what you wanted to do or what you wanted to be? I know you were in science and you were in business roles, but how has that like shifted over the years? Oh, I was all over the place. Like I wanted to have a horse ranch. Um, <laughs> I was a I was a big dreamer. And so mm-hmm. there wasn't really one thing. But, you know, looking back, you can kind of see like I can see how I was like, you know, playing like in front of the mirror and pretending like I'm a spokesperson for like on the, an infomercial or something like that. You look back and you're like, oh, wow, like I, I guess this is something I kind of wanted to do. Um, but That being said, I've also been like super shy growing up and an introvert, which makes absolutely no sense um, with where I am today, um, having had, you know, businesses and companies and been in sales and now coaching and a podcast. So that's that's a great question, too, because like people are like, this is not my personality type. Does this thing suit me? And that's why I think, Mm -hmm. one, this is where I believe purpose really lies. So your why is your core values. You know, you want to have a why that's in alignment with your core values. If you live in opposition to your core values, you chip away at your identity versus building it. Then your what are the things you're passionate about. If you don't know what you're passionate about, 
what are you curious about? If it's a curiosity that keeps like peeking once in a while and you just ignore it, that's enough reason to at least explore it. So your why is aligned with your core values, your purpose is aligned, um, or your passion is a your what. And then your purpose is felt in the how. It's at that point between those two things. So your personality might be an introvert or you're shy or you don't even have the skills necessarily for something, but it's aligned with things that you value and it's something that you're passionate about. The purpose is not one set thing and it's not going to be one set thing for life either. You know, you're going to have multiple um, things that bring you a sense of purpose and that even that sentence, like a sense of purpose that's why it's felt in the how. It's felt in the pursuit between those two points. Right. No, I think that finding someone's passion, finding what someone wants to do is something so difficult for the majority of people. Like people graduate college and they're expected to like have their dream job right away, but then they don't even know what they like. And I think it's one of those things where you actually have to sit down and also live a little, like have some life experience to kind of help you figure out like what you really want to do and what your purpose, what you're passionate about is. A hundred percent. Like if I was to list, and I mean, I'm not saying everybody should go through this because I was pretty scatterbrained and I feel like probably every five years I'll have a different thing that I'm really um, applying myself at. But like I went from having in like college, I had an online clothing store, went from selling like retro dresses to like vintage thrift stuff. Um, I also did like I created an online like a an iPhone iOS game um, just because I wanted to create stuff for my little niece so like shape and color identifying games. Then I went into sales for wireless, <laughs> uh, where I learned also skills too within sales and how to build rapport. And I worked in shipping, driving a forklift, like. I've done wow. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Yeah. And then from there went into like, you know, design and renovations. But like, I know how to put a backsplash up. Like I know how to put flooring in because I like to be hands on. So, you know, these guys that think they can pull one over on me. Oh, no, Vlad, like you got to take that off and you got to, you know, fix it. But that but that was, you know, my exploration. Like I think life. They're like, what's the purpose of life? It's really to, to find the, the extremes of who you can be, you know, to push those boundaries and explore. Like that's a human experience. It's okay to go and pursue something. And maybe it's not going to be the thing that you end up sticking with, but those skills, you know, you're going to take right. you and you can apply elsewhere. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I'm the same way. I have so many different interests. I've done so many different things. I've tried so many different things. And sometimes, I don't know about you, but for me, I feel like, okay, I need to calm down. I need to focus on one thing. Like I can't be doing all of this. Like everyone else is focused on one subject or one job or why am I like all the time trying to start something new? Like I kind of want to settle down. What do you say about that? Like, do you think it's healthy for people to try a bunch of different things? Do you think it's healthy for people to want to do a bunch of different jobs or activities or th things like that, like have different passions? Like, is that possible? Or in your expertise, like, what do you think? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, oftentimes, a lot of these things were like side hustles. So I was, you know, working another job and I was creating, you know, apps. Um, 
So would I say just start a whole bunch of things and finish them? No, but like really give something a good shot and even just set some sort of milestones for yourself. So for example, for me, like I didn't continue doing apps, but I had apps that I finished. Um, Yeah. So see a project through at least to like a decent extent to one learn and just have something to show for it. Um, But like university, like I went into biogenetics, I was not going to pursue that into a master's and that's okay. Like whatever, it's okay. Like that's just life. And every five to 10 years, you're going to have different focuses. That's probably fine. Um, But I would say set up a commitment and follow through on that. And it could be small milestones. You don't have to super commit to something. Um, But that's also you learning to keep promises to yourself, right? So Yeah, I was just going to say that. (laughs) Exactly, yeah. Yeah, no, it is like the keeping promises to yourself because I feel like that is also where the lack of confidence comes from for some people if they're starting new things but they never finish anything. So they feel like they're incapable of finishing anything. Yeah. So that makes so much sense. And when did you realize that you were able to coach people? Because I feel like with that – that is something that probably takes a lot of like thinking like or did you have a lot of friends that came to you for advice and you realize like okay I can do this as a job or how did your coaching career begin so I I mean I've always been sort of that big sister in the group you know like I'm mama bear like I'll (laughs) so I think it's sort of something that naturally developed that being said coaching is also something that I've done for the last year or so, but I'm also moving away from. So that itself, like it taught me a lot, but I also realized I was like from an impact standpoint and also from an energy standpoint, there's only so many people I can really impact on a one-on-one sort of structure. So I'm going to, like my word for 2020 is give. So I'm going to, you know, that's the thing with the podcast. I put out like all my resources, like my best worksheets that I use with clients just for free on the website. So, you know, I I know it's something I'm good at, but also I have to ask the question, is this something that I'm super passionate about? I am passionate about making an impact, but it's okay to also pivot. And the way I've looked at it, I was like, okay, so, you know, I could take on 12 clients, let's say every 90 days, or I can do a podcast or put my resources out there. People that are hungry and, you know, they're, they're wanting to take advantage of that, they will. And I support them. Yeah, I feel like coaching people one-on-one, I actually do consultations too with one-on-one um, for personal branding. And it is difficult because there are only so many people you can see. You know, like you cannot see that many people physically because of time and time restraints and energy restraints. So I do think that there are other ways that you can impact a large amount of people but not have to spread yourself thin and um, like lack – be like exhausted from it. Exactly. I mean that – and that's why you see people creating like packages and courses. It's not because they're trying to be lazy. It's because they're like, okay, well, how can I take this? Because I keep getting asked the same questions over and over and over again. How can I create a program that people can self-study from and then potentially do like a group sort of, you know, coaching where we can address these things? I think it's, you know, something that a lot of people are doing and I, I fully encourage that. There's more than one way to do something. Right. And what are some steps that you take in your everyday life that make you confident that 
because I do think it is something you have to actively work on. So it's one of those things where you can't just sit back and like not do anything about it. So what are some things that you do in your daily life that make you feel confident? So my morning practice is, you know, wake up, I do a meditation. It could be like from five to 15 minutes. Um, I've got my, uh, I've got my is it? Yeah. Brendan Bouchard, uh, high performance planner. So normally the night before I would have like jotted some things down or filled in appointments. Um, so after my meditation, I do like a coffee and learning. <laughs> so I put on something inspirational while I journal and plan my day. And, um, there's like prompt questions within the journal. So I do that. And then a workout, it could be 15 minutes. It could be 30 minutes. It could be an hour. So whatever, you know, I've, I'm blessed to have <laughs> a schedule where I can, um, be a bit more flexible, but I think it's important to move every single day. And that's my, my morning routine. So between, um, meditation, it's short, it's not complicated. I've got a journal that helps me with prompts. Uh, I put on like, you know, at my lead or a podcast or something and listen for, you know, coffee time. Uh, and then I work out when I first started my whole recovery and I was like, recovering from, you know, addiction and all these other kinds of things. I actually hung a right outside of like my loft. There's a stairwell just outside the door and I was too depressed to like go to the gym, (laughs) just Mm -hmm. honestly. But what I did is I started running the stairwell and I made a commitment to do like 10 sets and it took me probably an hour and a half because I was so, I was so not healthy. Um, but that's the thing is it doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be fancy. Start picking things and it could be one thing at a time. I would say probably fitness is a good thing to do. And even if it's five minutes of you doing like a yoga flow routine that you found on YouTube. And for someone who doesn't even know where to begin, where to start, what do you tell your clients? Like when do you tell them to start with fitness or Like how – I feel like I can only imagine some people must feel so stuck. Like I don't even know where to start. I don't even know where I want my life to go. What would you tell like clients like that? So let's – it's important to reframe things and that's why, you know, even if your goal is to get fit or lose weight or be healthier, whatever you do first and foremost, start calling it a promise-keeping space. All right? Mm -hmm. All the other benefits – are secondary, right? Because you don't know when these benefits are going to show up. Let's just be honest, right? So you've got to, you've got to frame it in such a way that every day is actually a win, not just when you step on the scale. Now, being active in the morning, if you can do cardio, um, that boosts your serotonin. So doing a high impact, even a short, you know, time span of fitness, reframe it as a promise keeping space, you could start with five minutes. You could run your stairwell. You could do burpees. You could do whatever. But do something that gets your heart rate up, um, cardio-related, in the morning because it boosts your serotonin. It's going to change your brain chemistry and reframe it as a promise-keeping space. Once you do that, and I believe in no days off when it comes to you know building confidence and habits, that's mm-hmm. why it's important to do something small. So five minutes, 10 minutes, 15 minutes for – whatever you commit to and do seven day streaks. So other seven, 14, 21, um, before you level up. So you earn the right. Once you see consistency on a no days off basis, 
because you're creating a new neural pathway. So it's not just the actual habit. Like that's why it's hard to just start things. And you're like, why can't I just go to the gym for an hour? I have the time I know. It's because it's a huge neural load. So pick a small commitment, commit to no days off. And only after you've completed whatever streak you said you would do, then you earn the right to level up. And that's a promise keeping space. All other benefits are secondary. And then you can add meditation and then you can add you know, journaling or whatever else. But I would say fitness in the morning to change your brain chemistry and reframing it as promise keeping is probably the most impactful thing. It helped me overcome addiction, helped me overcome anxiety and depression. Um, obviously, there's other tools and you can also combine those as well. Yeah, and I think it's smart to say to pick one thing because a lot can ha- – if you pick too many, if you pick like five things, it's really hard to do all of those and then you just might fail at all of them. You know, like you feel like, okay, I can't do any of these. I'm just going to quit everything. But when you quit one thing, it's a lot more feasible and you do realize that you can do it and then obviously keep adding on as you – like as the, you keep those promises, which I think is a really, really good mentality to have. Exactly. And that's the thing is we we overvalue grand gestures while undervaluing consistency. So if you can switch that narrative and start overvaluing consistency, you know, rather than these grand gestures, you're going to be able to stack that. Like the fact that you could do a five minute exercise for two weeks, you bump it to 10, you bump it to 15. In three months, you've got a really established Um, habit that is supported by a neural pathway that, you know, is going to be able to support that long term, right? Um, Right. So that's what I would 100% like just what you said, like, start small and stack. It's not snakes and ladders. Like we look at our goals as like, I'm starting here, I'm going up and it's constantly like I'm up and down. It's Think of your goals or your habits as a pyramid with, with each block being a supporting block to the next thing. When you see clients, typically, where are they in their life? Like, are they at a rock bottom point or when they decide to see you as a life coach or as a coach, at what point do you see them in their confidence journeys? So oftentimes it's when something within their personal life, you know, has has made it very clear that, um, you know, they don't know who they are. They're not confident. They're feeling down. They want a better life, but they don't really know how to get there. Um, It's just overwhelmed when it comes to feelings and everything else. So that's generally when I see people. And I think, you know, it's important to be aware that you need coaches and you need mentors no matter what stage of your life is. Don't wait until things get so bad. But that's generally when I do see them. And that makes sense because typically, just from like an evolutionary standpoint, we don't really feel the drive to change unless we've experience trauma or, um, you know, pain, we've hit that pain threshold. So that's oftentimes where I see people. Um, But whatever practices you do learn during that time, you can take those principles and apply them constantly throughout your life to self audit. And for you, since you do have this coaching business, and you are, like you said, kind of going away from coaching, right? And you're creating an online course. Is that right? So right now I'm I'm really just doing more like workshops, speaking and uh, and Hero Academy podcast. Got it. So since you are shifting away though from like the one-on-one coaching, I will say, I guess. Um, what other future plans do you have for your business, for your podcast, your business? I'd love to hear about them. Yeah, thank you so much for asking. 
this year, again, like I just want to give. So really probably the podcast is the best place to um, to sort of see what's going on. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I, I, there's so many like industry leaders and successful entrepreneurs. And the thing I'm really trying to highlight, though, is that hero journey. And, you know, on social media, I'm sure like you're aware, like we're seeing people's highlight reel, but what's happening behind the scenes, right? Because I think that your highlight reel is what people, you know, aspire to or are inspired by, but what they really connect with and resonate with are your struggles and your hurts. And in order to have a, an authentic message, it's important to tell that whole story. So I want to bring those people onto the podcast to show others, hey, like you might look at where I am now and think, wow, that's so amazing, but let me tell you where I came from. So those origin stories are so important because you can look at that and be like, wow, I'm in good company then, you know? Um, Mm -hmm. And then you can walk the steps of your heroes, you know, that they've walked before you. So that's really what I want to do is I want to encourage and inspire people. So I'm doing that through storytelling, whether it's on stage or whether it's, you know, through my guests and so that they can really see themselves in in those stories. And I think that's one of the best ways to do it because you can reach such a large audience and people really just want to feel connected. They want to relate to someone. And when they hear your story on the podcast, whether it's this podcast, whether it's your own podcast, I feel like they just feel like they're not alone in it all, which I think is the biggest thing, especially on the internet and on social media, like finding that way to connect with people is huge. Exactly. And I mean, those are the stories too. When I was at my lowest point and I was, you know, um, listening to these, you know, podcasts and YouTube um, shows where I was like, wow, like really? Like they, they went through that? And it just gave me that little bit to say, okay, like I can do this. And if I can do that for others, like that's just the, the most amazing thing that I can think of. And the last question before we end the podcast is what is the best advice for someone who wants to start making a change in their life and doesn't really know where to begin? So maybe they feel like they have some sort of confidence, but they just want to make a change, whether that's a job shift or a move or something big like that. What is your best advice? So first thing I would say is figure out your core values so that you can start self-auditing according to those values, not just, uh, you know, according to your feelings. Because if you keep making the same decisions, you're going to stay in the same place. So, I mean, I do have a worksheet on my website. Um, It's just veronicaabrams.com and there's like a free section. So you could just go download the core values worksheet. I would say that's super important to find those things because you kind of know, but you don't really know. So Mm -hmm. get that, download it and like print it out, like put it on your mirror, on a sticky note or um, on your wall or something so that you start having that in front of your eyes all the time. Because then once you have that in front of your eyes, you know how it is with affirmations too. Like your your brain is going to start working to identify things that do align with that. So what kind of life do you want? What are the values you have? Define those for yourself. And then start living according to that. And you can start small. You don't have to take everything on at once. But if you don't know what kind of culture or values you have, um, then how are you going to create that? So that, I think that's an important first step. Do you write them down? Are you a big writer or do you just kind of think about them? 
So like I said, when I went through that exercise, like you don't have to rush it. Um, the first three, so love, integrity, gratitude came really easily. And I kind of like ruminated on those for a while and um, journaled about it for sure. Um, and then uh, courage and authenticity came later because I was really like, well, courage, you know, it's not like I don't want to be afraid. I mean, obviously, we don't want to be afraid, but courage is not the absence of fear, but stepping out in spite of it. So having that core value for me was really important. Um, so yeah, like I like to journal things. I think it's important to have it in front of your eyes as much as possible. I put it as like my iPhone wallpaper. I put it as my background to my like computer. So I think it's important to have those things in front of your eyes, whether you journal or you post it or whatever. Right. No, I love that. Well, thank you so much, Veronica, for coming on my podcast. Where can they find you? Because I really, I know that people are going to want to be looking this stuff up. Yeah, absolutely. So you can find me on Instagram, TikTok. It's Veronica Abrams, Veronica with a K, last name A-B-R-A-M-S. And also uh, veronicaabrams.com if you want to grab those resources. Um, And also Hero Academy podcast. So if you search Hero Academy podcast, we're going to have a lot of these kinds of stories. So if you want to be inspired and encouraged, then uh, definitely tune in there. Awesome. I'm curious. What do you post on TikTok? Do you post like inspirational stuff or? You know, I'm still trying to figure it out. (laughs) Mm -hmm. I've actually built other people's accounts, but it's so funny when you start to do your own, you're like, I don't know. Um, So I'm still kind of learning, but yeah, TikTok is a fun medium right now. So I'm having fun with it and just experimenting. Yeah, no, that's what I'm, I'm in that process. I'm like, I kind of want to go on it, but like, what do I do? (laughs) I would say like, like use your toilet time and just like, explore it for fun yeah (laughs) to know what people like and how it works yeah I will definitely do that but (laughs) thank you so much Veronica for coming on I'm gonna have all of her links on the show notes so that you guys can check it out I hope that you guys enjoyed listening to today's podcast. Be sure to join the private Facebook page because I've been interacting with you guys a little bit more on there, providing some hope for you guys and just conversations because I feel like that's the best way to prevent loneliness in this pandemic that we're dealing with. And also be sure to give this podcast five stars if you guys enjoyed it. Um, Follow me on Instagram for all of the lives that I'm going to be doing. I love you guys and I'll see you guys in next week's episode. Bye guys. Thank you so much to Ziyama for sponsoring today's podcast episode. Be sure to use code BARBU50 at checkout for 50% off day passes to gyms in your area. That's BARBU50 at checkout. Hey, my name is Lovon Roomf, and I've been working my ass off as a celebrity stylist by day and a podcast host by night. At the Low Life Podcast, it's all about keeping it real. We're talking fashion, beauty, to religion, sex, drugs, mental health. I mean, there's no topic off limits here, and vulnerability is mandatory. You can find my podcast, The Low Life, that's L-O, no W, everywhere and anywhere you listen to your podcasts. New episodes are out every Thursday. We'll see you then.